Hey, this is Dylan, and you're listening to Everybody Hurts, the podcast. The small African country of Lesotho is landlocked, surrounded on all sides by South Africa. It's one of the poorest countries in the world. Almost half of Lesotho's two million people live in poverty. Given these conditions, it's the last place you would expect to find aspiring cyclists, much less a UCI-sanctioned mountain bike team. But a few years ago, Mark West, then Secretary General of Lesotho Cycling, set out to create the first black African mountain bike team licensed by the UCI, cycling's governing body, to compete at the highest level and inspire the people of Lesotho. Not only did the team come together, it shattered all expectations. The Sufferfest African Dream Team is now ranked first in Africa and 33rd in the world. As title sponsor, the Sufferfest has been a huge supporter of the team since its inception way back in 2014. But more important is the support the Sufferlandrian community has shown. When the team's star female rider, Leaky Lely, had her bike stolen in 2015, just weeks before a big race, Sufferlandrians came together and raised enough money to not only buy her a replacement, but to secure eight additional bikes for their emerging women's team. The Sufferfest recently increased their sponsorship of the team, showing a renewed commitment to helping these athletes succeed, but also to the team's expansion of their focus beyond Lesotho's borders, helping aspiring cycling talent throughout Africa realize their dreams. And today I'm honored to be joined by Mark West, director of the Sufferfest Africa Dream Team mountain bike cycling team, as well as several team members. Mark and the rest of the team, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you very much for calling us, Dylan. Mark, tell me a little bit about the genesis of the team. It's going back a few years now, uh, Dylan, but cycling has always been a very popular sport here in Lesotho. Uh, and I've been involved in cycling for some 10 years. But my dream of starting a team first started when we had the opportunity to race at the World Championships, the World Mountain Bike Championships, which was in South Africa for the first time. I didn't want to waste the opportunity, so through the, the Lesotho Cycling Federation, I, I organized a, a team to go down there and uh, compete in the race. And it was a real eye-opener because even though we, we saw that you know our riders had some potential, we were just so far away from the, the world uh, standards that it was a little bit embarrassing, to be honest. So at the same time, the guys came away from there with a desire to want to do more and to, and to want to improve. And I could see that... Through the Lesotho Cycling Federation, it was difficult to find uh, a, a constant stream of, of income. You know, we'd always, we don't get any money from the government. We don't get any money from uh, other agencies. So we thought the best way of going about this is to uh, to form a team, a trade team. It all started from that very eye-opening experience of being at the World Championships in 2013. You know, unlike, say, running or football slash soccer, the expense associated with cycling seems like it would be a barrier to entry, especially for people in less developed countries. So what are the particular challenges that your guys have faced in terms of getting equipment that allowed them to be competitive at the highest levels of the sport? I think I'll allow some of the, the riders themselves to answer that question, but I was just laughing to myself when you were saying that, because when we first started the team, the riders 
think the guys were just riding whatever bikes they had. They were really not in good condition. We even had to um, swap bikes between riders. At, at one one stage in the World Cup, we had to, the bike being ridden by three different riders at, in three different races. Maybe I can ask Mala uh, Fitzani to come and... Uh, just uh, talk a little bit about because he's the one riding one of the new bikes now. So let let me give you one of his experiences. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Malefistani. How are you? I'm good, and you? Great. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, it's. Uh... For me, it's a good day to me. So Mark mentioned that when you, the team first started, you had to share equipment. But how has access to your own equipment and, and better equipment allowed you to be a lot more competitive? And how has it ch- changed your, your training? For now, it's, it's, it's a good time because I'm using a new bike and I'm enjoying. You know, I, I've been trying to work hard for a long time because I'm using a, a new bike. Uh, it's a good motivation for me. And does it also allow you to to train a lot more effectively because you don't have to, say, uh, share a bike with, with a couple other athletes where you can go out and train when it's most convenient uh, for you? Yeah, for, for, for the first time, it was hard for me to train. But for now, it's... It's easy. I can go out training with guys easy and we go together for training. Yeah, we work together as a team. And how does that ability to train as a team help your motivation? Yeah, it's, it's help because going out together is a good thing because, you know, you will give each other a tough time. You give each other a challenge, a big challenge, because when you go alone, you never have any challenge. No one will attack you. You know, they will. So it's, it's good to go with the guys, you know, sometimes somebody will attack and you have to respond there. And how has your life changed since you joined the team? It's a big change for my life because uh, now I can say my life has changed because I know I, I can both shoes, I can have some clothes to wear, but on, on the first time I know it was difficult for me to, to put on clothes, to put on food on the table. But for now, I know I can do something better in life. And how did you become interested in cycling in the first place? Yeah, the, the, the first time uh, I just met uh, a guy. We met and I saw him riding bikes. Uh, I asked him how to join cycling. Then he, he gave me instruction and I joined cycling from 2008. 10. Then from 2011, I go. My first race was in 2013. It was World Championship. Then from there, I just keep on cycling. Then I see that uh, there is life there you can try. And I, I've tried my own to work hard to show I can do something better. And do you feel like when people see you out there training in in your kit, shows people that they have that that option to to do something different? Some people will ask you, uh, where did you get this? And so how, how, how can I join? How can I follow you? And and what is next? Uh, what's uh, the next big thing on the calendar for you? This month in Cape Town is the SAXU Cup round one. So uh, I really want to work hard there. I'm going to put more efforts. So I'm ready for it. We, I would say good luck, but we don't say that. So speedy recovery from that race. And Mark, if I can just ask you in terms of the change of the the name of the team from Ace Lesotho to the Sufferfest Africa Dream Team Mountain Bike Cycling Team, what was the impetus behind that that name change? There, there's a number of reasons, but I think the the, the main reason is because. We realized as, as the team is going on that we, we are bigger than just Lesotho itself. Lesotho is a small country, and uh, when we used to use the name Ace Lesotho, the first question would be, 
Where is Lesotho, you know, particularly in terms of uh, sponsorship from, especially from South Africa, you know, they were just not interested in, in anything from Lesotho because it's not a potential market for them. We also uh, have come across uh, on different occasions riders from other African countries who are passionate about cycling, but don't have the support systems to, to help them to improve so we thought, well, if we're going to, to expand, maybe we should look into bringing uh, people from other African countries and uh, seeing how we can help them as well. Because uh, I think Lesotho will always be at the heart of what we're trying to do and because it's just an ideal place for mountain biking. But if we can at least expand and help other African nations as well. And I would like to introduce to you today, we have uh, a young lady from, from Botswana who's here, uh, Bagang. She's a new member of our team. She's just with us in Lesotho for a couple of weeks uh, for training ahead of the, the race, which is coming. And uh, maybe she can tell you a little bit about her story. And Bagan? Hi, Dylan. So, Bagan, you're, you're from uh, Botswana and you, you recently joined the uh, the Sufferfest Africa Dream Team? Yes. So, tell us a little bit about your story. So, how did you come uh, to join the team and how did you get into cycling? Well, I started cycling in 2014. Botswana was looking for youth to join, to do the Youth Olympics. That was held in Botswana 2014. So, I was training and then I did the, Oli- the Youth Olympics and that's where I started cycling. And on 2015, I went to South Africa and the training camp, I met Likeleli, the, the lady from the Safa First team. We became friends and yeah, we did the Lesotho Sky together until today. And Mark introduced me to the team. And how different is it being a part of a team than just kind of training by yourself? Well, with myself, it was difficult to buy some stuff like bicycle and the parts. And saves in the bike is expensive. So now I have a team. So I have a new bike from the team and the Everything is coming from the team. Is it different riding with, with your team members? Do you feel like you, you push yourself a little bit harder? Yeah, it's different. The boys are keep shouting, come on, let's go. Then riding with yourself, like being lazy, you know. <laughs> and do you have uh, any um, particular goals for, for the coming year? My goal is to go for the uh, Tokyo 2020 Olympics in Nanjing. And what does the preparation for something like that look like? Do you have a, a coach for the team there? Yeah, we do have a coach. And I think I'll do both indoor and outdoor training. And in terms of the terrain, the type of riding that you're doing in, in Botswana and Lesotho, do you feel like it pre- prepares you well for the, the places that, that you race? Well, in Botswana, it's, it's flat. And yeah, it's flat and sand. In, in Lesotho, it's mountains and it's, yeah, it's challenging. The terrain is very, it's much different as compared to Botswana. And uh, even the sometimes the altitude is higher in some parts of Lesotho, but Botswana is low. So coming from Botswana training in Lesotho, you get the benefit of, of that training at altitude. And what would you say is the most important thing you've learned from from riding, training and racing with the other members of the Sufferfest uh, Africa Dream Team? They, they are passionate about cycling and they do... They do follow their training program very well and they do everything they, they are supposed to do at the, at the right time. So, yeah. And Mark, what are your goals for the Sufferfest Africa Dream Team in the near and uh, the long term? I know Bagan mentioned the 2020 uh, Olympics as one of the goals that, that she has for herself. But in terms of your overarching goals for the team, uh, what can we expect from, from you guys? Um, long term is, is to get more riders uh, uh, qualifying for the, the Tokyo 2020 uh, Games. The best qualification would be through the, through the African Championships. So I, I think it's just getting the guys used to competing in the uh, Continental Championships so that 
uh, in two or three years' time, when the qualification event happens, there'll be something they're used to. Uh, try to to instill in them uh, the confidence that they that they can do it. Next year, hopefully, some of these guys will be at the the Commonwealth Games in 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 Gold Coast, Australia. I know identifying and developing talent is one of the primary goals of the team. But what are the particular challenges associated with with doing that in Lesotho and in the other countries that your riders uh, come from? The, the challenge is always with girls. Uh, here in Lesotho is, is a bit of a taboo for, for girls to be involved in serious sports uh, and in particular cycling. But, it, but it's always a challenge to find those girls who are not only talented, but, but also have the support base for their, their families as well, I think is, is another thing, but, uh, and the determination to make it. And I'd like to introduce you uh, Dika Ledi, who's our national champion uh, women's rider. She's been such an inspiration to us as a team because she just hasn't given up. And every year there's progress. And that's what it's all about, is just, you know, making those small steps. And she's a, she's a real inspiration to, to many young girls uh, here in Lesotho and hopefully throughout Africa. Let me introduce her to you. Liki Lele, it's an absolute honor to meet you, three-time mountain bike and national champion. Tell us a little bit about your evolution as an athlete, how you got into cycling in the first place. Just told me that there is a race. Then I went there without knowing anything about cycling. I just tried the race and I won the race. So you're natural. You basically showed up at your first race and won, dominated everyone else. <laughs> and it should be noted that you're the first black African woman to stand on a UCI podium, which is no small feat. So Liki Lele, what are your cycling goals for the upcoming year? Uh, I'm now on the 1200 on the world. So I want to go at least top 50. That's my goal for this year. And I'm looking forward for the Commonwealth Games. Well, we'll be cheering for you at the Commonwealth Games. And no pressure, but uh, come 2020 with the uh, Olympic Games in Tokyo, we expect to see you on the podium. And Mark, for people who are out there listening, what are some things that they can do in order to help athletes like uh, Likilele or Sebastian or some of your other riders that might not have ready access to the the same kind of equipment as as their competitors? Um, How can they get involved and how can they help? Yeah, what I love about uh, the, the Sufferfest is that they always um, gun for the underdog. So, you know, if, if any of the Sufferlanderians are at races or at events and they see someone who, who obviously has a passion, who has a talent, but um, maybe the, the equipment is not great, you know, donate a helmet, a pair of shoes, you know, it's, you know even the old things like... Um, cassettes and chains which still have some life in them, they can make such a difference to to someone who can't afford uh, things like that. And it's important to mention that you guys are now ranked 33rd in the world, first in Africa. So have you seen the success of the team resonate beyond just the cycling community into the broader kind of society in there in Lesotho? In a small country like Lesotho, it's very easy to get uh, a complex thinking that nothing good can come out of Lesotho. We are next to the rich neighbors of South Africa. They're always better you know, than, than us at everything. But a small team from Lesotho is now the top-ranked team in Africa. It just goes to show that you know you, you can make a difference if you just uh, put your mind to it. And uh, I think that's the sort of inspiration that we, we, we give to a lot of people. Is People should not look down on, on, on small countries like Lesotho because we can surprise them. Well, Mark, we look forward to more and more surprises from your team in the years to come. Thank you very much. 
Mark, Linky Lily, Pagan, Sebastian, the rest of the Sufferfest Africa Dream Team mountain bike cycling team. We are so honored to have you on the show today and to be a small part of your story. And we've been following you, cheering for you. The entire nation of Sufferlandria is behind you. And we look forward to big things from you guys in the coming years. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. You can find out more about the team and follow their progress as they train for the Commonwealth Games and the 2020 Olympics at africandreamteam.net. This has been Everybody Hurts, the podcast. Today's episode brought to you by Mary Minion's Reconditioned Flogging Sticks, your source for reconditioned flogging sticks in Agonia and beyond. Until next time, have I suffered today? (laughs) Yes, more than you.